Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather Report. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City at the Bright Red Desk. And it is uh, June 14th. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and all the people that find, uh, you know, mentor us, teach us, guide us, help us. Um, I apologize for being late tonight. I tried to do the show a couple times earlier today. And the blog talk lady kept going, the phone number doesn't work. The phone number doesn't work. I'm like, what do you mean the phone number doesn't work? <laughs> Wait, the phone is not working. I'm like, oh, man, like what? Mercury retrograde, man. We're already in the shadow, folks. You should be feeling it. Somebody wrote very dismayed because they had all these things die on them. And I was like, come on, blog talk lady. This is the eclipse season. We can't, like, have you go out. So I can't do my podcast, you know. So I had a couple of opportunities earlier. I work on Sundays because, you know, people like to see astrologers on Sundays because um, it's their day off, you know. I mean, now everybody's not necessarily working, but the premise, that's why one of the reasons I work on Sunday. And so I tried this morning, and then I tried again, and then I, you know, and then I was like, I wrote an email, and they said, hey, you know, where's the phone number? So when I called in tonight, because I, I can't broadcast between 7 and 11, because it's prime time. So I have to do it before 7, or that's we're in the window. So I apologize for uh, making you wait. I know it's the Eris Pluto. <laughs> it's the Eris Pluto square that we're all waiting to see what she's going to do. Uh, what's she going to do? Bad blood, bad blood. What's she going to do when she's talking to you? So it's uh, it's an interesting week. We are still, of course, in eclipse season. Heightened emotions, heightened emotions. Pay attention to uh, people are really, really feeling it uh, energetically in terms of how they speak. And a lot of misinterpretation, right? So let's just think about what's going on in the sky right now. We have Venus retrograde, right? Unfortunately, she's in from out of bounds. But she is retrograde. And with her retrograde, she's in Gemini, and she is talking to Mercury. And, of course, Mercury is slowing up to make a station. Um, he's going to go retrograde next week, right? And Or, you know, this week, actually. And next week, it's like, it already is this week. But at any rate, Mercury's going to go retrograde. So Venus and Mercury are in this little dance. And then Mercury, of course, is in Cancer, so he answers to the moon. So whatever the moon is doing rules the mood. The mood of the day, the rule of Mercury, the rule of the sun in Gemini, the rule of Venus in Gemini backwards. So communication is so fraught, so fraught. And, you know, whether, you know, you want to watch, and I just, you know, I just keep watching different things, you know, fly across the screen (laughs) and going, oh, another communication thing. Ah, another communication thing. Ah, another communication thing. And I think, you know, part of our part of our story with this, whether it's Spike Lee apologizing about liking Woody Allen's movies or you know, it's just it's craziness. And I had I had somebody who I like and respect a lot write me that my um my internalized white I don't remember it now. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to remember it right. So Anyway, my internalized either white privilege or white racism was showing. And I'm like, really? Internalized white And I'm like, well, you know, truth be told, I'm a woman. I'm a white woman. I'm not, you know, I don't have that experience of being a different color in a different culture uh, in this lifetime, right? So, yeah. So I, I, yes, I guess maybe. 
internalized, interesting, because I'd reacted to, you know, because words are so potent right now, so potent. I'd reacted to defund the police, and that was like I had to lean in and I had to think about it, I had to learn about it. And I kind of was trying to say maybe a better word. And her reaction was, you're trying to fix it up and make it sound more whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to argue, right? So you, but, it, it, but everybody's in the mood to argue, man. Everybody's in the mood to argue. So it's understanding. There's a couple things at play, right? So with Mercury and Venus in this little dance, and they're both emotional, because Mer- Venus is answering to Mercury and Mercury is answering to the moon, every couple of days the moon and Mercury are going to have, okay, now say this. Now I have never seen Spike Lee get piled on like he did, but he said he liked Aunt Woody Allen's movies, and everybody's like, ah, you know, and, and, and Spike's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, know? you got Spike Lee to apologize, man. That guy's a curmudgeon. He doesn't apologize for anything. And I'm like, all right, even Spike Lee is apologizing. Okay, so we are in we are in wild times around communications. So part of it is, you know, when someone says something to you or you hear something, uh, think about it. Lean forward. My bo- old sales boss, my old sales boss used to say, you have two ears and one mouth, so you should listen twice as much as you talk. And I was like, yeah, it's hard for me. I talk a lot, right? <laughs> but I I got the concept, right? And and right now, because people are just like hair trigger sensitive and Eris is squaring Pluto. Part two, right now, today, tomorrow, the next day, Moon is going to come along and trigger that puppy. She's in Aries. And when she gets there, she's going to wake it up. So we're watching for some big event. The last time we had this was Kobe Bryant going down in the airplane, and that was all the impeachment stuff, you know, and they were Bolton and Les Parnas and whatever. And this is two of five. And when when Eris was playing with uh, Uranus, when Hillary and Trump were running, they both got the nomination. And we had the pussy tape and Hillary's emails. I mean, you know, Eris is big. She, she's definitely a little, 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 little stir up there. So our job is to know that everybody's really emotional, including us, and and maybe reacting a little bit more. I'm like, really internalized right racism or whatever it was. And I apologize, Dandelion. I don't remember what you said exactly. But I, I, you know, it was this, yee, right? But then I went, all right, well, you know, truth be told, I've never, I mean, I kind of think of it as a wrapping paper, but I've never had a wrapping paper that wasn't. So I was talking to my friend Carol about it. She lives in the Netherlands. And she was telling me a story about one time she was driving in the South, and um, Carol's a white woman. And she pulls up at this gas station. This young black man is, you know, pumping her gas. And there's two old white guys sitting on the porch in, in chairs watching. So Carol gets out. She's like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. And he says, ma'am, I know you're trying to be nice, but you could get me killed. And as she told me that story, Carol started to cry. And she said, oh, okay, okay, sorry. And she got back in the car and sat there you know, and let the kid pump her gas and I guess wash her windows or whatever. And I think I think one of the things that we have to really think about is we have no idea what's going on inside the other person. We know what we see here and what we react to. And as we go into eclipse season, right, we have no idea what other people have gone through in their lives. We have our impression of them. We have our vision of what we think they are and who we think they are. And we have our understanding of who we are 
and and one of the things that's happening right now with Capricorn, all these planets in Capricorn, Capricorn planets are very judgmental. And I think when we get judged, part of us is to look and go, okay, I got, I just got judged. Let me think. Let me let me see. You know, let me internally check and see. You know what I'm thinking or what I'm doing or how am I doing with this, right? Because that's the energy, but also because it's not part of the experience base of someone. Sometimes it's hard to to understand, uh, and and I think that's on all sides. It's on all sides. So Mercury in Cancer right now wants us to dive into the emotional empathy or the emotional feeling. And when right now, today, it's in Aries, it's in fire, it's in passion, it's in intensity, and everybody's really fired up, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday goes into Taurus, good closing aspects calm down, then it goes into Gemini, flare up, communication, out of control, then it goes into Cancer, we have the new moon in eclipse this week, oi, <laughs> I don't know that we need any more, more, whatever. We're going to have more. It's going to grow. And then we go into Leo, which is, you know, how do we create? So our job is we watch these moons change. And it is really important to watch the moons change. I had a couple people write in, you know, a couple days ago, yesterday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Saturday, Friday, Thursday. I'm just in bed crying. I'm just, I can't get out of bed. I'm just crying and crying. Uh, You know, why am I crying so much? Or I'm so depressed. Pisces, you know, I'm just so sad. And watch this emotional, it'll feel like a whiplash, you know, like we're, we're being whipped from one end to the next. To the, and remember, each moon, each sign compensates for the previous sign stuff, right? So Aquarius is detached. Pisces is emotional. That was this weekend. Very emotional weekend for folks. Very either sad emotion or passionate emotion, then it goes into fire, passionate fire, 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 fire. Then it goes into Taurus, calms down, grounds, grounds, grounds. Then it goes, Earth is grounding from fire being all over, fire spreads, right, Earth grounds. Then it goes into air, communications, opportunity for miscommunication. Watch your, you know, back up your computers, Mercury's going retrograde this week, people. And I'm already, you know, watching him in his shadow. I'm like, oh, my God, this Mercury retrograde is just... Because Venus is retrograde and Mercury is retrograde, so it's like a double negative, <laughs> uh, you know, which, which is, of course, a positive, you know, but it's that it's very weird. So anyway, then we go into Cancer, that new moon eclipse, right on the world point. Boom. And let me tell you, the world point is a hot degree. The, the eclipse that we had in December, which started all this COVID stuff, now we're having it on the world point, and this eclipse is exact and total over China. So I'm a little worried that there's going to be a virus mutation or something coming out of China. We're going to get some news out of China. Um, and the other thing that happens is when something is on the world point, there's a kind of chart called a draconic chart. It's called the chart of the dragon. And what you do with a draconic chart is you move the north node to zero areas because the idea is over 19 years, the nodes go through every sign. But if we align everybody's chart with zero areas, uh, that's, and we adjust all the planets, it gives you kind of a new chart, which is your soul's path, what your soul, what your soul said it wanted to do when it happened to pick the chart that it picked when you came in. So it's like the soul's path, and then it got dressed up in an outfit, Right. 
in the, in the current version you're in. So anyway, we all have we all have a draconic chart. We all have a soul's chart. And so this this week, get ready. The opening square to your draconic north node is happening. So all this stuff, which is all about making us conscious, helping us understand, helping us come up with a new vision of what we want, it's an opening square, very emotional, very emotional, in cancer, very protective, very intense. Okay, And that's going to happen when the new moon happens on next Sunday, June 21st. But, and that happens actually really Saturday night, 2.41 a.m., but so we're all going to be really activated. We also had Mars-Neptune meet up this week, which, of course, was emotional and sensitive and people focusing on what their dreams were and where they were headed. And that was Thursday, Friday, and kind of starting a new two-year cycle around our emotions, which, of course, was a time when most people had a lot of crying uh, or sadness or just, you know, just kind of uh, soul-weary, maybe, soul-weary. And then into into fire, into anger, right? So our job with this energy, and remember, we're all trying to be conscious. That's why we study astrology. We're all trying to figure out how to use this energy in a way that's productive to ourselves and to our family and friends. And we're all trying, I think, you know, when truth gets down to really what we want as a human. We all want a better world. We want a better life for our children, for our family members. We don't want we don't want to live in pain. Uh, and, and of course, sometimes when we're going through a birthing, like we're, you know, we're going through a birthing, I used the analogy a long time ago of the butterfly. I'm sorry, this is a butterfly in a friggin' hurricane, you know, <laughs> like turning from a caterpillar into a butter. And that little cocoon is waving around on that tree branch, and it is not happy. <laughs> uh, and so we're in this metamorphosis. We're in the eye of the storm. We're in the storm and the wrong, you know. It's understanding everybody's really. I'm highly sensitive this week. And so when someone says something to you, you want to kind of listen and you want to hear what they're saying, right? And, of course, that, of course, means the social media is going to go a little wild about stuff. But it also is an opportunity for us to really reflect, you know. Eclipses in dark, we're in the dark of the phase of the moon, right? We're in the let the letting go phase. Full to new lets go of things and says, this is done, we're letting it go. And, you know, people dying, pets leaving, animals. You know, my good friend Lorraine lost her favorite cat. Shit, and I don't, I don't, actually, I don't want to call she her favorite. Lost her beloved cat, she who will be obeyed. She was her nickname, right? Um, and she just, you know, it's like we're in this very sad space. And we're in a very emotional space. And we're in a very sensitive space. And we really want to try and hear what the other person's saying, but we also want to know that, you know, if we try our best, you know, we're not we're not perfect. Nobody nobody I mean, I'm a Virgo, I like to be perfect, but we're not. Uh we're not. Well there's a moment of perfection. You know, a little earlier I had crab meat stuff meat, meat portobello mushroom stuff with crab meat. They were perfect. Could have maybe been a little more browned, but they were really good. But in that moment, and then we go past it, and then we're into the next phase. So I think you want to watch for energetically uh, where you can connect in with your soul this week as we go towards that draconic new moon, that new moon squaring your draconic north node. Because we're all going to have a wake-up call. We're all going to have an aha moment. We're all going to be like, oh, wow. 
And, of course, Eris Pluto hits this next day or so, today, tomorrow, when Moon hits. I think it's going to be when Moon hits her, which I did not look to see when it was, but I was just like, eh. But you can feel the tension building. You can just feel it kind of kicking up. And our job with this is to to, uh, recognize Pluto's going retrograde. So he is adjusting, changing, shifting, modifying. And we are all adjusting, shifting, changing, modifying. And that's okay. We are, there was a famous quote, and I don't remember who did it. I think it was a German writer. We're all missing rooms sometime. And it's good for us to find someone who gets along with our messy room. And I loved it. It was this card I got. Uh, there was a publisher, a uh, Catholic publisher, and they had all these different quotes that were very wonderful. And this one, I loved that card. Whenever I made a mistake, I would send that card. We're all messy rooms sometimes. And, of course, as a Virgo, that's a very good metaphor for me. (laughs) I don't know that a Libra would have a messy room, but as a Virgo, I have a messy room. Um, But, yeah, so honor honor that the world is really wild this week and honor that the energy is very out of control and honor that it's exiting energy, it's leaving. So you do not want to leave without saying goodbye to someone and you do not want to leave with saying I love you and you do not want to leave without, you know, with a door slam, you want to leave with a peace out, man. You know, it's been real loved you, love you ever, for, you know, hugs, kisses, you know, you're my connect. And as we watch the world go a little wilder this week, as we enter into the new moon eclipse, and it goes over Europe, not over Europe, goes over Africa, the Arabian Peninsula, India, Pakistan, and China, that's where the eclipse is this, this season. The one that happened in December included China a little bit, but more Saudi Arabia and more lower, you know, more Hong Kong area, which, of course, has had a lot of riots, too. So it's our job. It's our job. We're all here. We are, on, we are sitting watching history being made. We are in charge of the history that is made. And the goal here is for us, you know, as William Barr said so beautifully, well, you know, history is written by the winners. So, you know, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, uh, co-op Donald, co-op Cheeto's uh, statement, but we want to be the winners here. We want to be on the right side of history. We want to be the ones that say, yeah, there was this summer, the summer of 2020, because this is the beginning of the summer equinox too, right? This is, I'm sorry, the summer, yeah, the summer solstice rather, where the sun stops for three days at the top of the 2327. It stops and looks down, and then it begins its descent back to the um, back to the equator. Uh, we want to be in the in the space where we're saying, yeah, uh, that summer, that was a summer. That was a summer. In the same way, the summer of love was 1968, and every everybody that was a little older than me, I was only in, only 14 then. I didn't have any love that summer. <laughs> Uh, but the ones that are a little older, they all went, yeah, the summer of love. And it might have been 67. So 68, 67, you older people in the audience know what year it was. But that there was a summer of love, and I think this is a summer of transformation. And if we focus on it that way and we go, okay, what are we transforming to? What's our vision? Mars, Neptune, Doc, you know, Governor Cuomo, God bless the man. He, I don't know that he has an astrologer on staff, but I think he should. He goes, okay, so we made these changes in the legislature here in New York. What is it you actually want? What do you want? What's your vision? What does it look like? Yeah, you're mad. You're protesting. That's great. But what do you want? 
And no, it's not statewide. It's local. It's community-based. Go talk to your communities. Figure out what you want. What on a community level do you want? And then I would take it even a little lower. What on a family level do you want? What on a personal level do you want? That's where we are. We're kind of in this, okay, we got to ground this. we got all this emotion. we got all this feeling. Let's channel it towards what we want. What does that look like? What's our vision? And I'm, you know, an old hand at leading groups. I have Mars in the 11th, and I often have people come up to me in the group, and they go, you know, you know what the group should do? And I'm always like, yeah, you know. Or you know what you should do with this group? I'm always like, yeah, what should I do? And they go, well, you should ba 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 And I go, okay. You know what? That is a great idea. You're in charge of it. You can do it. And they always look at me and they go, I don't, I don't want to do it. I want you to do it. I'm like, I oh, don't know. No, it's your idea. You get to go do it. You go do it. I'm not doing it. I got enough to do over here. You go do it. And then usually they go away and they don't, they don't do it. And I would challenge each of us, myself included, to make a list of the things we want to change. <laughs> I know. You're like, yeah, no lists. I'm like exhausted already. Make a list of that. You don't have to do it all today. You don't have. To, you know, it's a to-do list. It, you know, my my old assistant Rachel, she had like this master list. I I peeked in it a couple times. This book that she would write stuff in, and she would cry. You know, she'd just write everything. You'd say something. She'd write it down. You know, make a to-do list. Get your list. Get your figure. Figure out what it is you want to do. You can you can do it. You can do it. And uh, start working on that dream list. Start working on that vision list. What is it you want to take action on? Don't go complaining about it. You can complain. I'm not saying don't complain. Protest. Protest is good. But what do you want to actually do? The rubber meets the road when you do it. And this is our this is our time. This is how we want to use that Mars-Neptune to dream it. And then in a couple weeks, when Mars goes into Aries, we want to do it. Because this is Mars and Aries is going to be, Mars and Aries is a great energy for getting stuff done and kind of accomplishing things and conquering things and moving things forward into the new, the new direction and the new place and the new, the new aha, oh yeah, this is what we're going to do and this is why we're going to do it because it's important for us to move forward in this new way. And so our job with all this energy is let's figure out how you're going to harness it what you're going to do with it, what it feels like, what feels right. And, and you know, you might be like, Ann, I'm just, like, too tired to do it right now. And I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to do it yet. You just have to kind of think about it and kind of get a vision and maybe kind of think about what it might look like if you did it. And, you don't, again, you don't have to do it. I'm not making you do it. I'm just saying, what would it look like if you did it? What's, what's that feel like? And I got a lovely email. From an Aaron, of course, Aaron and Eris and Eric, they're all the same. I got a lovely email from Aaron H. who wrote about her Mars. And she said, I want to talk about Mars and Aries. I have it. Uh, my Mars is in the ninth house. Yes, there's anger, less now that I'm older. But what I really want to talk about is the energy that comes with the natal Mars and Aries. I have unlimited energy to do things. I am a free, innovative thinker, and ideas well up for me. I do art, yoga, teach, mother, meditate. I stand behind underdogs, youth, people who need help. I always want something new. I'm telling you this in the context of reaching events. Our job is to get the little people to stand up to the big bad boys. It's grassroots. It's new. It has energy. It's getting organized. It may need to go retrograde, but that newness, that springtime, remember Aries is springtime, that springtime growth is how I'm viewing this upcoming Mars and Aries. 
just my thoughts. Maybe I'm wrong, and I definitely have my food supply. <laughs> uh, so at any rate, take advice from Aaron. And Mars and Neptune make the dream. You know, he's going to be in there for the rest of this month, and then he goes into Aries on June 25th or so, and it's going to be a kick butt. <sighs> thank you, Aaron. And thank you, Dandelion. Okay, so quickly to the moons. Um, moon is in Aries today, flag day. It's in Aries tomorrow. goes void at 849 with a square to Jupiter. These are overdoing aspects. Moon square Jupiter in Capricorn is overdoing. Moon then goes into Taurus, 5.35 a.m. on the 16th Tuesday. It's in Taurus Tuesday, Wednesday. Excellent day for getting stuff done because Taurus moon's really juicy and it's got a closing aspect of a uh, closing aspect of a trine to Pluto. Then moon goes into Gemini. It's void all day on Wednesday uh, from 8 in the morning until, I'm sorry, it's got a closing aspect of moon trine Jupiter, I said. I don't know if it's a Pluto or Jupiter. Anyway, Taurus moon, moon trying Jupiter. Void all day Wednesday from 8.02 a.m. till 5 p.m. And then it goes into Gemini, and it's in Gemini the evening of Wednesday, all day Thursday, all day Friday, the evening of Thursday, all day Friday the 18th. And then it goes into Cancer at, uh, it goes void at 5.48 p.m. on the 20th with a square. So the moon in Gemini is square to Mars. Not easy. And then it goes into Cancer at 2 in the morning, Sunday morning. Uh, so it's void Saturday night. And then the sun enters Cancer this week on 5.44 p.m. And we have a new moon total eclipse on Sunday at 2.41 in the morning, which is kind of juicy. We also have Mercury going retrograde on Thursday, the 18th. And he is going to go retrograde for 21 days. In cancer, meaning he's going to go, he's going to get a new emotional reaction every two and a half days, and he's going to get a little wild every two and a half days. And I realized Blog Talk lady lets me go a little bit over, so I'm going to go a little over tonight. I apologize. I got a little long-winded at the front end. Of course, Mercury's in cancer, so I'm talking in the flow. Okay, so the sun this week goes from 24 Gemini to zero Cancer meaning he's aspecting a bunch of stuff. Uh, Moon this week hits um, Eris and Pluto on the 14th and 15th and wakes them up. He has an adjusting aspect to Jupiter and Athena on the 16th and 18th and wakes them up. Adjusting, he asks them to change. Shift, 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 change, change, change. He hits the nodes of fate on the 19th. And, of course, because we are an eclipse, this is a pretty big one. So he hits the north, the north and south. Hits the north node and is opposite the south node on the 19th. Big departure date, and then he hits the new moon, uh, the new moon total eclipse on June 21st. He enters Cancer on June 20th at 5:43 p.m. and he hits the eclipse point on June 21st. Zero degrees on the world point. Big deal. And then he has an adjusting aspect to Saturn on the 21st, and then he is aspecting the nodes again but in reverse order, contra-parallel, um, you know, because he's now coming down. Right? So a lot of nodes, sun, a lot of choices, a lot of departures, a lot of endings. And this can be you breaking up with people, too. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be dying. Mercury this week is in a Quindicili with the south node on the 14th. He's in a contra-parallel to Pluto on the 14th. So this is news of separation, news of loss. He's parallel to Athena, on the 15th, making him be very strategic, and he's contra-parallel to Jupiter, making him argue with his 
vision of where he's going. So it's a very combative Mercury, even though he is in Cancer. He is also stopped. He's at 14 degrees, 1408, 1445, 1407, through the week. He's basically parked all week long. He goes stationary retrograde on June 18th at 1445 Cancer, and then he contraparallels Saturn, and then he quindiciles the North Node on the 22nd. So a lot of health issues, a lot of health news, a lot of news, you know, perhaps some shocking news about some health matters. Um, obviously, you know, eclipses, this is also time when folks get things diagnosed. You know, people go to the doctor and figure out stuff. Uh, Athena, or I'm sorry, Venus is not very busy this week. She's um, she's at six because she's slowing to retrograde station direct. Right? <laughs> so she basically hangs out at six all week. And she trines Juno and informs partnerships, and she has a Quindy Chile with Mars on the 18th, uh, kind of says, okay, how about we proceed? Mars is very active this week. He is in Pisces, and he is forming aspects to the COVID, what I've been calling the COVID clump. And he is uh, in a health aspect to relationships, so it's a lot of stress around relationships. He's going to be sextile to Pluto on the um, 18th, a lot of breakup. This is a big weekend for pe- week for people announcing they're splitting. He is semi-square Uranus on the 18th. So the 18th is pretty hot and intense. He is also ses- semi-sextile uh, Eris on the 18th. So the 18th is like just juicy, but not in a good way. He is parallel to Neptune on the 19th, where we go, wow. Okay, and a lot of emotions. And then he is sextile to Jupiter on the 20th, and he is sextile sextile to Athena on the 22nd. So Mars this week in Pisces is very emotional, very fluid. He just met Neptune. He's carrying all this emotional stuff. All the people that were really emotional on Saturday, you know, and Friday and Saturday and just really feeling, maybe even Thursday, just really feeling the emotions. This is when he flows in them. Of course, Eris and Pluto had their square today, but it gets triggered by the moon today, tomorrow. So we'll watch for that trigger. Uh, Chiron is um, Quindicili, uh Athena. So there's not a lot of opportunity here for us to heal. There is a lot of opportunity. Not a lot. In the, not, I didn't mean to say not. There's a lot of opportunity for us to heal there and uh, and figure out what we want to do. A lot of opportunity to move on the 20th of June. You know, you have the big fight on the 18th, and you move out on the 20th. Hopefully not. But remember, this is releasing energy. You know, our job is to say, okay, are we done with this? Is this our dream? Is this our passion? Is this where we want to go? And then, of course, the solar eclipse next Sunday. We'll cover it in more depth then. But it is at zero uh, in the third house of communication, and it has Uranus on the ascendant. So, and then a lot of energy with stuff going on behind the scenes, and a lot of energy with power dynamics. And of course, on the new moon eclipse, just to add a little excitement, the moon is going to be out of bounds, which is always kind of fun. You know, like let's just have an eclipse with an out of bounds moon. Hey, you think we have enough emotion yet? No, no, I think we ought to amp it up a little bit bigger. So I'm just going to warn you, south node is on acumen. Take a breath. Breathe. And then think about what you want to do. Think about what you want to do before you act. Um, 
consequences to actions. Very big this week. And on that note, I'm going to. British lady told me I'm done. I'm going to wish you all a really good week and a big hug from the bright red desk here on the Upper East Side. Take care, uh, and just you know, be ready. You know, it's a lot of emotion, and when you know that, you know the emotion you can channel. Right? That's the whole idea. You can channel the emotion in the direction you want it to go, and that's that's the point of knowing about astrology. It gives you that gift. And remember, we're all in this together. That means you have a job to do, as does everybody you know. So figure out what your job is. Do your Saturn. That'll help ground it. And, uh, you know, when it's really, really bad, go to bed, pull the covers over your head. Totally appropriate response. Love you much. Big hugs. Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.